What up, what up? Welcome to another super dope episode of Splash Trash and Man. We talk comic books this week. I'm your host, Bradley Baxter. This is episode 38. <laughs> Splash Trash Man episode 38. 38. <laughs> and this is my man, Chris Bucky Watts. Hey, what's up? Damn uh rating system simple splashes is dope trash gets a straight up garbage shit is straight up garbage and then if you think it's man we'll, we'll we'll just give you the man mm. eh. some good stuff coming out next week is gonna be uh a big week for comic big week, big week uh for comic book day yes it is um, big one i've got i put it on my calendar and everything on the calendar We'll get into that a little bit later. Today we're talking, uh, what if Dr. Doom became a hero? And Chris is reviewing Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight, number one. Mm-hmm. I'm to hear about that because I haven't read that one yet, so don't spoil it. Ooh, 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 but, uh, ooh. Let's just talk about this week's drop. Mm, drop. Uh, one book, by, it's come out by DC. Uh, it's like, I guess, I don't know what you call it. They're... Um, didn't when is American Carnage? Didn't I read the first issue of that? Yes, yes, because we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. It's it's not like dark, it's kind of like their Dark Horse section or their Vertigo section. Like it's not really superhero saga. Yeah. The like icon. It's like more saga type stuff yeah. or Walking Dead type stuff. Yeah. So American Carnage number five drops this drop this week. It's a pretty dope storyline. It's kind of being dragged out a little bit, much like doomsday clock mm. don't really understand that system but oof is that like a new thing they're doing like s- slow burn and comic means making it eight issues over the course of five years <laughs> I, that's what it feels like because i feel like american it's carnage crazy. i feel like american carnage we, we did that one like last year like a long time ago and it's only on number five so wow. i think yeah. there's only six it's supposed to be six of them but maybe it's a continuing series i have to double check on that take your time i guess uh See, like, and there's another. There's a great example. Is like Guardians of the Galaxy three number uh, number three comes out, which is a story we've both been following because it's got some new uh, team. It's pretty fucking dope. But they're already on number three, and it, that thing just came out like two what two months ago. I really have enjoyed that. Yeah, it's been dope. It's been a really good read so far. It's a a plucky cast of uh, of the crew put together. Yeah, it's definitely been like a. It's just a cool twist on it, and I think that. We've talked about it in past episodes and stuff. It's just a fun Guardians is already pretty fun, but I think that they really do a good job like mixing up and making a team that's really cool and has a good mix of characters. It's been it's been a great ride so far. Hey. This is a cool series that they're coming out with. Spider Man Life Story, number one drops tomorrow. So basically hmm. I don't know if Chris, have you heard anything about this? No, nothing. So this is cool because I think what Spider-Man came out something, I think, 57 years ago. Ooh, yeah, Something along that line. And so this issue is basically what would Spider-Man be like today after he's lived this whole long life? What's Peter Parker's role in today's society, I guess? Uh, it sounds really hmm. cool. They're do- I think they're doing this one's, I think, the 60s. And then they're- I think each issue is like a new decade. Okay. That makes sense. That's kind of cool. So it's an interesting. Different, different take. Yeah, different take. It's got some cool artwork. Um, so definitely something to check out. And those are going to be the comics that we think you should check out this week. So definitely drop by your comic your book comic shop. Comic book shops. If- Take a drop by the shop. Hey. You know? uh, let's get into our reviews, man. Uh, I, I went back. I read an old issue. Um, this is actually recently reprised under the True Believers dollar issue that they run that they keep doing. They they do this like every week. There's either 
a few of them, but with all the talk of what if coming to to the screen, I was like, yo, let me let me go back and the fact I had one on in reaching distance, so it worked out. <laughs> uh, but this, I'm I'm reviewing what if Doctor Doom became a hero. So it's basically in a world where Victor Heated reads warnings about the flaws in his fateful experiment in college. He takes Reed as his assistant and successfully con uh, contacts the Netherworld without causing an accident that physically scars him. So this is kind of a different timeline scenario mm -hmm. where things kind of went didn't go as sour as they did in the original uh, origin story. Uh, nonetheless, he leaves school on a quest to, of a mystical study to find a way to free his mother's soul from Mephesto, a journey that leads him to the same Tibetan monastery where he receives a similar suit of armor, though gold instead of gray, and is with a visored helmet instead of a face-concealing mask. Oh, my. Yeah, I wasn't, I didn't like this part, but it was fine. It's like, it's a new storyline. He looks more like a hero instead of a villain. Uh, he's got his sure. rock on the gold. Um, it's basically, this isn't too far off from the original storyline. He finally figures out the quest or, or some sorcering stuff, and he finally gets to free his mother. Mephesto doesn't like that. So they have to, he gets in a situation where he has to pick the girl that he loves or his mother or himself, and he doesn't want to deprive the world of Dr. Doom. Oh, my God. So he battles and he battles, and uh, he, he ends up making a decision where I believe in the in the original one, I think he made it pretty instant. Like he was just like the world can't ha not have doom. Or and he, his mom comes back, right? Like she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't end up freeing her, I think. Anyway, so uh, Valeria gets gets the old kibosh. So each see ya. So he's all sad every <laughs> one day of the year. He tries to battle Mephisto to save her soul, but he can't ever. But he can never do it. He, he, he can't. Sucks. He can't get a hold of him. He can't. Mephisto's like, nah, bruh. I'm gonna send the, I'm gonna send these demons up your way. You'll battle them. Freaking the devil. That's his whole thing. He's he's good at that. Yeah, he's the devil. It was all in all. I hadn't read this one yet, but uh, I'm gonna give it a meh, just for the okay just for the. Uh, you said this earlier. What year did this come out? I didn't say when this came out, but so this one was just re-released a couple weeks, uh, a couple months ago. <clears throat> this was actually volume one and issue number twenty-two. So uh, this came out in December twenty eighteen, but the original story. One of the one of the old original ones. Yeah, published with one shot worldwide. Eight nineteen eighty. Looks like August. Damn. So yeah, they're doing this whole. We talked about this already, but the what ifs are coming back, man. They're, they're even redoing old ones. Cool. I'm in. Me too. Chris, I'm excited to hear this, man. Okay, I got this one. Uh, Batman Who Laughs: The Grim Knight, number one. It is a one shot single issue um, about a character from the Batman Who Laughs series which is a batman uh, comic going on right now that i think is on issue four but here's what this one says rip from batman's greatest nightmares the grim knight is his world's most dangerous vigilante unafraid to use any weapon and go to any lengths to stop those who he deems worthy of death trained with the finest arsenal wayne money can buy learn the secret origin of the second deadliest batman hand selected by the batman who laughs to bring his dark plans to fruition Ooh. Uh, one shot that has a 28 page story. Yeah, it was an, it was a long comic for, uh, which is nice for a one shot. Um, man, it's really really cool. It, it was really good. I like I liked everything about it. I, um, the art style on it's great. The story's interesting. Um, basically, as the overall arc, DC Comics. If you weren't following or haven't listened to us talk about them, they did this big um, arc basically that was called Dark Knight's Metal. Metal. Yep. 
uh, it's called metal was the whole arc, but, um, basically there's one Batman from another dark universe called the Batman who laughs. And he's like, you've probably seen, he looks like he's like BDS and SM or whatever. He's like, got like these crazy white face with teeth and red lips. But then he's in like this chain and black metal suit. And he like, looks like some sort of, it looks like crazed gimp. It looks like the joke. If the Joker was in the, S&M stuff and he was like wanted to yeah. dress up like Batman I would say and and he's like the most evil Batman it's basically the whole just a quick recap in in the that world or maybe all worlds if you kill the Joker there's a toxin inside his blood that releases and the next whoever kills him becomes the Joker it's sort of how the it's passed down and in that universe Batman snapped and killed him and got turned into this Joker Bruce Wayne that's now the Batman who laughs and he's like horrific and terrible in metal he was going working for this like bat god thing not important he was going through to other dark dimensions and getting different Batman from those. So there was a Batman, there was a world where um, Batman was instead like a tech genius and he worked instead of Victor. So to, he would become like a cyborg. So he, he, he's like cyborg Batman called murder machine. And there's one where the green lantern ring chooses young Bruce Wayne, but instead of using it for good, he uses it for evil and he's called Dawnbreaker. Like, so each one of the justice league, it's basically Bruce Wayne as Batman as a different member of the justice league being evil. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. And they did some cool twists. They did like a gender bend where, um, in that, in the universe, the Aquaman type Batman, uh, is a woman because that universe, all the genders were swip or swapped. And so anyways, they bring all these things through metal gets solved. Oh, those Batman are gone. Uh, but in this one, this new series, it's basically, we talked about this, Brad, but, you know, they they created a really cool villain in the Batman who laughs, and they didn't want to say goodbye to it after one arc, so he became a villain in this new Batman saga, and uh, not only did he come in as he fucking shit up, he brought another Batman from a different dark world called the Grim Knight, uh, who basically is, uh, here's the deal, you already heard it in the thing, he'll use any weapon to, and go to any lengths, He's basically the Punisher. If if Batman was the Punisher, and I know that sounds like, well, that's just the Punisher. But I think we all can agree that Batman would beat the Punisher pretty easily. It's not just his tactical strength and all that stuff. It's also the fact that Bruce Wayne's like brilliant and rich. Right. Um, so it's basically just heart Punisher on freaking steroids. Um, the issue itself, like I said, I really enjoy the art. I think that to pull that character, because he's kind of been a mystery figure in the the main line they're doing, to pull it out and give us kind of his backstory, what where he what universe he came from, like what was going on there, what made him the way he is. Um, the thing I'm most impressed with it, and you'll see when you read it, Brad, but um, in the other Batman Dark Knights metal things, like all of the circumstances that made each of those Batman something bad, like Red Death was the Flash version, and or the Doomsday one. Um, all a devastator is what he's called. All the um, it, it seemed like it was these crazy circumstances. Something in that universe had to happen, kind of nuts mm-hmm. for this for him to be able to turn into this. I like this one because this one is like a tiny little shift. I mean, literally the only thing di- difference is if Bruce Wayne when he was a kid, if he instead of <clears throat> running away scared, picked up picked up the burglar's gun when he stumbled after killing his parents and killed the burglar. And just basically, if Batman just said, yeah, I'll use guns, what would that look like? And what would that mm. happen? And like how that fumble stumbles and goes into the point where like he does some really crazy shit because it kind of shows you all the phases of him being that Batman to the point where like, you know, he ends up having like a crime free world he's made. But it's like 
under his watch at all times and like people don't like people what controlled is in gotham judge jury and executioner yeah he's just like the whole thing he's got yeah. he's got like satellites that orbit gotham from wayne enterprises and like can see any crime happening and people have to like look up and thank the batman when things happen like that because mm. he can like watch them on tvs it's crazy shit but um yeah really really good really cool story and uh, i'm excited to see where that whole thing goes dope man it's splash splash, splash. I've always had the question of like, how does the Batman who laughs, how does he see? Or does it, he's all about feel, man. Or he uses like the little Robin demon kids to like. To see for his little zombie Robins. Yeah. I'm sure that that thing is not a, it's some kind of probably, he's he's like, his armor is like nth metal or some kind of crazy metal. I'm sure he can like see through it. Or maybe there's computer screens in there and little micro cameras everywhere. So he actually can see everything, but we can't see his eyes. You know how that is. (laughs) Some, some detail they're like, we're not going to explain. You can figure it out you can you can figure it out you can uh conceptualize dope man well let's get into next week's drop it's finally here after 80 years what is it after 80 years (laughs) detective comics 1000 that's big that's that's huge that's triple digis uh trip wait quadruple digis yep yep that's a four four figures uh after 80 years it's here, the 1,000th issue of Detective Comics, the title that literally defines DC. This 96-page issue is stacked with an unbelievable lineup of talent that will take you on a journey through Batman's past, present, and future, plus a sensational epilogue that features the first-ever DC Universe appearance of the deadly, uh, deadly Arkham Knight. But who is under the mask, and why do they want Batman dead? (laughs) The incredible future of Batman Adventures begins here. This is Hmm. so many variant covers I've seen. So many. Have you? Do you know how many there's going to be? I was reading a thing in the back of that uh, Grim Reaper or Grim Knight. uh, There's a whole thing about like get ready because this is going to happen on this date, and get and it's like there's tons of variant covers. There's soft covers. There's hard. Like, do you have any idea how many there's going to be? Is it going to be a lot? Um. You know how they do these variant covers? They'll have like A through Z, and then they'll start numbering them, and then mm-hmm. but they'll be spread out all over the country. Uh, I know that there's. I think there's going to be a Midtown exclusive, uh, 47, 48, 49, Whoa. 50, 51. It's probably gonna be eighty. I would guess. Dude, that's that's wild. That's that's a lot of money, and I'm sure you, I'm sure that each issue is thirteen dollars, something crazy, right? Uh yeah oh there's the midtown one the midtown one's cool because it shows all the different Batman um all throughout the years yeah I mean they do the incentive type ones like it's the same cover but one just doesn't have any words on it you know oh my god they know how to they know how to milk you one's a different color or one's colored and one's black and white there's an all this one's dope though it's just an all black it's a Scorpion Comics black blank cover well I could have that that looks pretty dope it's a uh, Scorpion comics. Yeah, I mean each there's gonna be like a handful of stores who get their own variant, much like a midtown. Um well I will keep my eye peeled. Yeah, some of them, but like I said, some of them are the same, they just don't have color or the different words. I would imagine there's an Alex Ross one, no? There's Jim Lee is the main one. And then no Alex Ross probably. Bruce Tim cover, it's a nineteen forties variant. Oh, um, Steve Rude. Oh, he sounds not nice. The Jim Lee covers like the fold out. Um, Frank Miller's got one. 
it's a it's a big event for them. I mean, this is this is no joke stuff. Yeah, they've been they've been on this eighty year camp or not eighty year. Camp. Yeah, it's eighty years, right? Mm, eighty years. So Batman's the same, celebrating eighty years, just as Marvel entire comics is celebrating eighty years. Boom! They got lucky. I mean, maybe the math probably checks out, but I don't think they knew what they were doing. Now there's some dope ones, so definitely uh, check them out. Also coming out next week is Spider-Man: Far From Home Prelude Number One. So each movie gets a little comic book series, but lately it's been the last movie. Yeah, the end of the last movie, which is kind of lazy. This is, seems to be out of place. Uh, this one's kind of interesting because we haven't seen it's early. We haven't seen Endgame yet, and as far as yeah. as far as we know, but we obviously know. So is the is the prelude going to give something away about Endgame? Apparently, let me read this out. Uh, Peter Parker has already fought with the Avengers, but now he faces his biggest challenge: high school. Having the proportionate strength yeah. and agility of a spider doesn't help Peter fit in, but when a piece of alien Shatari technology falls into the wrong hands, his abilities just may be the only thing standing between New York City and annihilation. I don't know if that's a oh my. I don't know if that's a secret word. <clears throat> uh, well, that and the expert tutelage of one Tony Stark, aka Iron Man. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Because it says it's it's he's already fought with the Avengers, but then they're still fucking with Shatari alien tech. Huh. Falls into the wrong hands. Uh, I mean, is it, that sounds like there's another villain in here. Yeah, that's um, that seems. I don't know. I I think I agree with you. I just keep getting stuck hung up on this whole thing of like, it's weird to do this prelude before Endgame comes out because obviously there's going to be something in there that you can be able to deduce or figure out. If they reset something or do something weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not down with spoilers right now, so I'm trying to keep away. I I don't know if I want to pick this one up just in case, but from from some yeah. of the previous ones that I've noticed and and take taken a look at, because I always check them out because I want to see if there is anything extra in there. But the last mm-hmm. I know the uh, Infinity War was just basically civil. They got out of the fucking right prison. Anyway, uh, what if? So, court back to this whole "what if" series. They keep dropping them. Uh, what if with great power comes out, and this is one of the stories. I believe there's like maybe three or four in there. But imagine, mm-hmm. imagine that the responsible Peter Parker wasn't the one bitten by the radioactive spider, but instead it was an egotistical bully-like Flash Thompson, or that mm. Peter's uncle and Aunt May were both slain, setting him on a violent path to become. To becoming the Punisher. Holy cow, what a twist. Yeah, the cover of this looks dope. It's basically Spider-Man in a black suit firing guns, baby. Oh, man, that's such a trend right now, man. Yeah, this, this is weird that we put this whole show together, and they they all kind of tie in with each other. It's kind of interesting. I don't know what's going on here. It's all coming together. Yeah, like we planned it. Hey, hey, ooh, hey. Definitely hit your local comic book shops. Always support them and keep comics in print because they're a lot better for some reason. I don't know how to explain that, but they are. No, yeah, a lot of, a lot of art. The art is taking big leaps and bounds, and the stories are great. The paper. Let's keep them going. So yeah, the paper itself is mm, so rich. Uh, also coming up very shortly is free comic book day, so we'll keep Ooh. you posted on that, letting you know all the dope stuff dropping like we always do. Because you know, uh, Chris, anything before we dip up out of here? I said what I said, and I'm out. All right, immediately following this is our show, Geese Flash. We're doing the uh, Indiana Jones. We're talking all kinds of stuff over there, plus some pop culture news. Definitely check it out. Otherwise, we out here, baby. Peace. Bye.